We want this and that. We demand a share in that and most of that, some of this and all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on and I walked out the front and... Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. We're back. We are back. My we're, God. We're out of lockdown under. Lockdown under four. The <laughs> reprisal. Oh, my God. Lockdown four. Jeez, we're the, we're the world champions of lockdown we, in Victoria, aren't we? We were never going to talk of lockdown or COVID again, but it just keeps happening. I know. You know, so what, what can we do? Well, do you know why it happens? Every time we plan to do a podcast, yeah. <laughs> there's a lockdown. That's happened three of the last four podcasts it's that we planned. It's their fault. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Doing under we're 4.0. virus ridden, you know. That's why we drink so much, because... It is. Somebody told me the more whiskey you drink, the less chance the virus has got of... Being sober, right? Okay, That's a, I, I'm, I'm currently injecting single malt into my eyeballs to, mm. to keep away from the zombies. That's <laughs> yeah, and I look at again. Well done, Victoria. Well Absolutely done. Absolutely well know, done. We've killed, we've kicked its ass again. Again, you know, we're still wearing the masks, and yeah. which is a good thing for a lot of people. Just keep wearing those masks forever because you're ugly as sin and your breast terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently the sale of polo mints has plummeted because people don't need it. Well, you can't. I am actually a, a habitual mint eater, and it comes from when I used to smoke. Um, right. But it's another habit that I've got. Now, if you put a mask on when you're eating a mint, when <laughs> you breathe, your eyes just stream <laughs> like they are now. Like they are now. Yes. It's crazy. Well, some would say you might have a slightly addictive personality there then, Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> I think so. I think and so. how's the far? How's Mrs. Mitch? Mrs. Mitch is great. She, she is. is. She's really good, mate. Yeah. And we are happily... We have had a couple... So lockdown, this one ended just over a week ago, wasn't it? So we had a couple, was, yeah. couple of people around. She missed her birthday. Yeah. Her birthday was cancelled, much like uh, your good selves. Yes, uh, again. Again. You know, so, uh, well, for those of you who don't know, every, every year, you know, the, my uh, birthday lands on the weekend of the National Celtic Festival. That's right. In Port Arlington, and sadly this year, every the team that, you know, Una McAlinden and all, all of our, our team that work with her, yep. they put a huge effort, they took a chance, put a huge effort into putting on a festival. We thought we were going to make it. Yep. Ten days before, boom, yeah, a lockdown. Lockdown you know, four is lockdown here. Yeah, that's uh, just yeah. so I feel painful. sorry for people, you know, and I feel sorry for... Everyone. All the vendors, all the staging guys, you know, the, the marquee hire guys, the yep. local wineries, the locals in Port Arlington. The local revenues oh. is, you know, it's... it's well, it's a once-a-year event, which actually mm. boosts the, the revenue for the, the whole town and the whole area. Ah, it does, you, you know. know yeah, terrible. And the musos, you know. I mean, I'm heartbroken for well, them, being one of them myself, you know. It's just... Uh, but we managed to squeeze a gig in, though. Yeah, you did. I we saw did that last, last week, mate. Last Saturday, we... And at a very beautiful venue as oh, well. Yeah, we were up at the Rochford Winery, so... Uh, My kind of place. So I could nice. fall asleep at the Rochford Wine Valley, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but... I have to tell you, I've never been so nervous in my friggin' life. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I just, don't believe that. I just felt... <laughs> because it's like... It's six months between gigs, you know what I mean? And no matter how much... We couldn't even practice, because every time you get ready to do rehearsals and practice, there's a lockdown. 
or you can't travel more than five kilometres. And sadly, well, my, that was the four weeks in the lead up to that it. gig last week, wasn't yeah. it? So you, yeah, you had no practice. So we had no. So I'm driving along in the car, you know, singing at the top of my voice. Yep. You know, people are pulling up at the traffic lights, going, <laughs> "Look at this nutter! This poor guy's <laughs> escaped from somewhere." You know. Mamma mia, mamma mia. So, yeah, but you know. Uh, so, so you were nervous because. Uh, well, I just felt out, out of practice, or nervous because uh, your voice, maybe, or yeah, the guys. Uh, and just, just thinking. Well, you wouldn't have a problem with the guys playing. My voice sure, is, uh, is going to not be there, you know, because it's like everything. If you, if you don't lose it, if you don't use it, you lose it. You lose it. it. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter how much you practice on your own, which I. I do a bit, yep. you know, or in the car singing along and all that. It's never the same as standing in front of a mic and actually doing it. No. You know, and you get half a song in and you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, that's true. And I'm not making a, myself any comparison, but you're right, because practicing on your own, and I did sing with the band for a, for a short amount of time, but... I used to find when I got on stage, I was a nervous performer anyway, even, right. being, a, even being the lead singer, you know, right. you'd think I, I wouldn't be. But I would get short of breath through nerves. Yeah, exactly. so you've got, and that's what Well, you don't do that when you're in the car, no. right? So you're not really practicing genuine. No. Yeah. And but, that's what, that was me. I, I, I wouldn't really get short of breath, but I wouldn't relax enough to let my... Exactly. Trust my voice to go where I know it can go. Yep. You know, so you think... And you oh, do sing a lot of high songs as well. I do. <laughs> yeah. Try singing in the key of the bagpipes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's not easy. But it went well. It did. Yes. So, as I said, two, three songs in, it was like we'd never not done it and yeah. away we went. Yeah. It's always good being at a good venue as well, isn't it? And it's a beautiful venue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean... and like, It kind of relax and relaxes you. A you great know. stage, great sound system, great lights. Yeah. That's yeah. we always trust our engineer Rob to make it sound good no matter what, you know. So yeah. he's there ready with a digital delay and a yes. reverb. <laughs> I'll make your voice sound fat, will he? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great mate, it's good. Well it's good. That's that would have been your what second show this year? Second show for the year. Oh that's heartbreaking, isn't it? Uh, it's, you yeah. know. Hopefully we're Nearing the end of this, but you've announced quite a lot of shows this year, and over have, the last twelve months, and have just and locked down two, locked down three, locked down four. Yeah, so uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's it's not good, but no. I mean, the Melbourne Tartan Festival, which would normally be on this month, everything's been delayed and postponed. Thankfully, nothing's really been cancelled. You know, they're just being time shifted. But yeah, but, you know, at some point though, you we can't keep pushing things out. You know, it's it's been eighteen exactly. months now, yeah. right? So, the people who last year cancelled thought, "Yeah, no worries, we'll do it next year." No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you know. Actually, I was talking to a mate of mine, uh, Damien Leith, just yep. yesterday on the phone. Me, we touched base because he's in lockdown two in, in New South Wales, <laughs> which <laughs> looks like it's going to be horrific. I know. Yeah, look, we're talking like people know what we're talking about or, or should understand. Melbourne did go into lockdown for four weeks. We had minimal cases, but we got this. Indian Delta, whatever it was, strain. Anyway, we're back at zero cases. We yeah. have been for a couple of weeks. We're out of uh, serious lockdown. New South Wales, over the last two weeks, has been hitting 20s and 30s every day. Yeah. Which, anybody overseas, I know you're going, oh, 20, 30, we've yeah. got 10,000. But here they react. Yeah, we seem to have a different approach to it, you know. Just it is, uh, yeah, because we're, we're coming we out tolerate, of zero. We tolerate none. Exactly. You know? That's, that's uh, pretty much it. So New South Wales is... Uh, in the threatening bits at yeah. the moment, and uh, well, well, 
they've, they've done well so far. It's only yeah. their second one. So exactly. good luck to them. Yeah, good luck. Couldn't have a nicer bunch of exactly. people. Yeah, well done. <laughs> no, that's Glad a friendly. Very jiggly arms. That's it. <laughs> It's the friendly Melbourne Sydney rivalry yeah, yes, we, we don't is. mean. That. We we don't wish no. that on anybody, to be no. honest. You know. No. Anyway, uh, Damien was telling he's got gigs in Melbourne uh, later no, in this got, month. He's got a big to- a regional yeah, tour. You know, yeah. yeah. So he's just hoping that it. He's in Wollongong, which is well outside of Sydney, but yeah. they've also had cases. So I think he's wishing that you know he can get away, get, get away with it, but. You know, good luck, but I can't see it happening. I think no, they're going to they're, be... They're big numbers for them. That yeah, is, it's going that's to get extended. Our, that's how our big second yeah. wave started. and we, we were into hundreds then. Yeah. 600 a day, 700 yeah, a day. That's right. Which, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Anyway, oh, well, here we are. It's uh, It's been 18 months and we're still talking about COVID. Yes. But Depressing as it is. I know. I think we're getting... Yeah. I think it is the new norm, isn't it? But we just kind of yes, We just need everybody go out, get... Fucking vaccinated. Vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. No. It doesn't make you magnetic. It isn't secret yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates is not in, you know, uh, you know putting the, microchips there's, inside There's you. very little risk. I say that with my lawyer standing beside yeah, me. Exactly. I've signed a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to get my vaccination. Right. Right. A couple of weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, because you're well over 60 now. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed oh, to get one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> um, yes. No, I, I fall into the 50 to 60 uh, bracket. So right. I was in the AstraZeneca IQ crowd. or age? Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how much I've had a drink. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, the, me and Mrs. Mitch booked in for the AstraZeneca, which is the one they're making here. I went in there. She got hers. I couldn't get mine. Because, right, why? Well, because apparently, and this really annoyed me at the time, um, you have to have your Medicare card. All oh, right, you, and right? you never took it with well, you? No, I've never had a Medicare card. All right. right which is... Aren't well, you on your wife's Medicare, aren't you, as a couple We've always had private, private health insurance. Right, right. right. So you, you can claim your, what do they call them? Kickback, not kickbacks. What are they called? Mm. Uh, you know, you rebates, rebates, your, yeah. and stuff like that. You could claim yeah, that. Kickbacks. kickbacks yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have a shot at AstraZeneca. Yeah. I'll drop you twenty dollars. Yes. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, so anyway, look, no big deal. All right, I've, I've got to go and get a Medicare card now, yeah. which is going to take six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, so, so you what, haven't had one. So I didn't get it, and then a week later. The news came out. Um, you might want to stop taking the AstraZeneca vi- vaccination, right. right? And that's the advice yeah. now. Yeah, right? that you can still get it if you choose to. Yes, but they have said oh, it's better right. if you're over six. We're having these yeah. blood clot problems. Yeah, and you keep it's again. There's so much fake news going around. You yeah. don't know what's right and what's what's, what's crap. Wrong, yeah, I so, mean the, the percentage is just minuscule. You you get more chance of. No. No. Tripping over on the garden path and scraping your knee. <laughs> now, who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> My uh, wee wife fell in the garden I last know, night in the dark. Catherine. Poor uh. Catherine. Scraped to her knees. Or AstraZeneca seeped through her jeans and escaped into the garden. Ah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, AstraZeneca <laughs> causing people to fall over in the garden at night. <laughs> so on an uneven footpath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a bit in limbo with the vaccine. Uh, myself, Mrs. Mitch has had the f- AstraZeneca. She'll 
possibly get the second one. It's still yeah. not clear the the advice that they're given. Oh, I think if you've had your first one, you're supposed to definitely get your second, especially if it didn't do anything to you. Yeah. You'd be quite well, there wouldn't safe. be any reason. Yeah, there wouldn't be any. Yeah. And I've had my first one, and then I'm, I'm in about three weeks' time, I'm due my second one along with Catherine, so uh, we'll yep. be we'll be going and getting that done. Whereas my kids, yeah, they, 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 they're speaking to their doctors to ask advice. Should they just wait for Pfizer? Or, yeah. You know. But yeah. I have to say, I think the uh, the information and the rollout of the vaccine programme here has no. not been the best. The, the non-rollout of yeah, the vaccine yeah, programme. Yeah, yeah, they're getting a lot of shit for that, is the good old Scotty from marketing. That's right. Now, he's got a four-part plan now. <laughs> so, you know. so I heard, did you read it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None of it makes any it's sense. It's, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't actually... It's a mystery wrapped yeah. in a conundrum tied up in a... It's a bit like a, saying, right, step question. one is, well, maybe do this and we'll maybe not do that and maybe yeah. we'll do this. Step yeah. two, maybe we'll do that and maybe yeah. we won't. <laughs> yeah. Step three, maybe that we did do that yeah. and then we've realised yeah. it didn't work. Step four is, step four go off. back to step one <laughs> because we haven't worked anything out yet. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that makes it clear for you. It's, you know. Oh God, these politicians, man! Ugh. I know, you, yeah. I know you love your politicians, but well, I, I, I hate I, them all equally. I don't love politicians. <laughs> I just take an interest <laughs> in <laughs> politics <laughs> for two countries. You know, so uh, my homeland. I'm seriously involved with that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Ser- more so than where I live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, calling them out for the fools that they are. That's what oh, I meant I, by you uh, taking I, your policy. Absolutely. I, I don't yeah. tolerate fools, No, I'm no. afraid. And uh, I think governments are full of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does that say? It just means that we vote for stupid people. Well, it says that if uh, you know anyone who is, uh, whoever gets the notion to be a politician should be bad from being a politician, right? That's yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't choose it as a career. It should choose you. It should choose you. Yes. And then I think your heart's in the right place. Yeah. Then but again, the amount of crap that they get from uh, everyone, yeah. I guess it takes a special kind of person, person. to do that anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I think we're speaking of narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good at that. Eh? They're good at that. I know. But yes. what's happened recently, I think, is uh, certain politicians have made it popular to lie and get away with it. I think they've been doing that for quite some time. Yeah, like, I think it's a way, lo- way worse now than it ever was before. It is. They just don't seem to care. I'll lie and no. nobody can do anything about it. Well, it's nobody know? admits to anything these days and then you've always got the, you know, the, the, the mental health ticket that a lot of people mm-hmm. who make mistakes pull these days, yeah. which is a tragedy for people with genuine mental health problems. Yeah, absolutely. You know? but, and I'm sure it's lawyer driven. Oh, yes. I'm sure. Advisor-driven, you know, advisor I should driven, say. Yeah. I'm upset the lawyers. Sorry, no, lawyers. No. As yeah. I told you, my lawyers Oops. standing beside me with contract in hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me having signed the NDA with Willie's lawyer. That's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was funny. I, I, I had a bit of a dealing with a lawyer just recently, uh, and it was because, you know, I'd, I'd recently you found... You got caught? No, no. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> I'd recently found out that as a child, my parents used to bathe me in a cheap, cheap lager. <laughs> so I, I, I thought, I need to find out why they were doing this. And it's, it's, it was only when I was 18 I realised I'd been fostered. <laughs> I'll give you that one, mate. Well done. <laughs> Uh, it's good to see you, mate. It's mm. good to see anybody, but it's particularly good to see you. Yes, and, and uh, 
it's lengthwise. A, it's a shame we couldn't get out to Roach for last week. It was sold out anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, uh, well, I could have sneaked backstage, maybe say my pal Willie's up backstage. There. That's that's outside in the garage. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's in the, the vineyard. It's in the vineyard. <laughs> oh, you could suck the wine right out the no, grapes. I could fall asleep under the grapes. What do, you, what do you, the, the grapes that they uh, forgive me, I don't know this, but. Uh, wine grapes do they taste like grapes or are they sour or are they by the different time, by the time I taste them they taste like wine <laughs> straight out of the bottle I have no idea mate right. I have no idea whether there would be a more flavor we, sh- we shouldn't maybe talk we about sh- something we know nothing about really, no we shouldn't we? No. maybe Jesus walks right. past them on they turn into wine right. I don't know there you go what, what we'll do for you <laughs> <laughs> Two more buckets of water, please. This guy's awesome. <laughs> right, we should we should do something we've never done before. Okay. Let's do some homework for the next podcast about wine grapes. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. I, I, well, let's just drink. I, I well, think I've that involves them. drinking wine. I think so. Yeah. Lots of it. Uh, I went out the other night with a mate of mine. <laughs> and uh, I thought, I haven't been out for a steak for a while. So um, my mate Jock, who owns a, a, a little Scottish... Uh, the Cross. Little, the Cross in St Kilda. Yep. Great little pub. Yeah. Um, we decided, ah, oh, bugger it, we'll go out for a steak together. We've been threatening it for ages. And and he brought along some sensational wine. I know nothing about wine. No, uh, look, I, like, I drink I'm not wine. Really a That's wine. all I know about it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, some beautiful red wine from uh, a bottle from France and uh, uh, an Australian uh, bottle of wine. Yep. They were both red and uh, <laughs> yeah. liquid and, and, and to beautiful. the touch. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but they actually were fantastic wines. Yep. But then I made the terrible mistake of mixing the grape and the grain. Oh no! So no. don't do f- it. The following day, oh. I have to say, I felt very average. I'm sure you did. You know, you that should. is not a good idea, especially if it's red. Yeah, red wine. Red on malt whiskey. White, not so bad. Um, but yeah. you're more of a white wine drinker, yeah. Yes, yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. I, I like red wine. Red wine doesn't like me. Right. I've, I've get the nobody likes you. No, that's true. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be wearing a mask for the next ten yeah, years. So, yeah, isn't like, yeah. Look, it works for you. you know? <laughs> it really does. Uh-huh. As I was saying, it's great to see you, Bob. Yeah, yeah miserable. Yeah. <laughs> nah, mate, it's, it's yeah. awesome, actually. And it's nice to see the corner store. We are here at the corner store, everybody. We are. Uh, the corner store 3194.com. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah, pretty I've been doing my homework. Wow. Yes, that's your postcode. The corner store 3194. And we're going to be chatting to Brendan in a little bit. Who is the head chef here? We are, yeah, because uh, you've been dabbling with the dark arts yes, again. I have, I have. And, uh, yep, I'm still. Way off the mark, shall we say? Right. But um, um, I thought we were going to have a pie off. We were. I didn't get round to the pies, so the, there's a boring reason for that. End of financial year, but let's right. not talk about work. So. You couldn't afford the mince. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's not. It's not mince. Yeah. Um, you know, you read you read the recipe for a Scottish pie, you know, and it's like uh, take one kilo of mince and mince it thoroughly between your cheeks. <laughs> 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 Are you not talking about your your uh, uh, my cheeks? cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Big cheek. <laughs> no, I'm, look, I'm I'm back uh, with the apron on next week, shall we say? All right. So maybe in a in a future uh, a, a future uh, podcast, a future episode, we'll we do the pie. We'll have a pie because I've still got my pie kit oh, that I got from cheating. Scotland. See, I make the pies. I made pies before you did. Uh, I saw your pies. Uh, I've been yes. making pies for years. I just I don't I stick it on the web. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that was my. I, I, I yeah. did it of the first 
uh, effort at making the pastry. That's what it was. It was a yes. hot water pastry. Hot water, yep. And I didn't, I didn't go overboard with the filling because I thought it wouldn't work. You know, I thought, there's no way it's going to work. So, um, but you, your pies look fantastic, mate. Uh, well, really it's, uh, and you I, made them from pr- scratch. Practice, as well. practice, practice. Yeah. You know, it's about the only thing you get any practice at. Yeah. So what I'll do is when we get around to having a, a pie off. <laughs> Um, How well, can you do that on, on air, a pie-off? Oh, we'll get somebody to taste it. I think that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll get somebody to get Arlene we'll get, to taste it. So. We will. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do a blind testing. Yeah. Well, we'll get Mrs. Mitch to come. Yeah. She can come and meet up with our friends here and everyone can Everyone taste can pies. have a wee bit of pie and then we can get pie A, pie B. Yep. And, exactly. and Neil's pie. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have a Brendan's pie. And everyone will be, I'm not eating that crap. Give me some of that. <laughs> Exactly. Brendan's pie wins again. Again, yes. yes. No, um, no, no, that'll be fun. And, and I'll do one from the pie kit, which okay. will just be complete disappointment, I'm sure. Um, but so what's in the pie kit? It's like a, it's just a pre-moulded pastry. So you, you're, right. your shell. Your shell. You, you've still got to, and your, you, you've the, got to make the lid. All oh, right. They which don't which isn't really much point to that. And you get a bag of all the mixed spices and right. the, the husk and all yeah, that that yeah. you mix into the mince the rusk the rusk husk the husk <laughs> it's like amigo eh? <laughs> eh I'm a chef <laughs> you're an A number one chef <laughs> that's it three Michelin tyres to the name <laughs> three Michelin tyres <laughs> right. tyres don't talk to me about tyres well, I'll tell you about being four tired four tyres for the car oh, yesterday jeez you don't yeah. want that for your car no the big tyres big tyres <laughs> big expensive tyres <laughs> go on how much anyway so well my niece uh, Demi's here yep. and she had a flat tyre there night so I've had a lot of run-ins with tyres this week right right so I is that she, the world speaking to you in some way I, is, I think you know I'm flat deflated <laughs> you're deflated <laughs> you're so full, anyway full of wind <laughs> she's up for a wee visit because Covid was over and the lockdown and she could come up you know so yep. she, and I was making pies so <laughs> <laughs> of course what else would you make <laughs> so up she comes you know sits hangs out with the fam for, for a few hours and then decides to go and um I was sitting talking to my daughter Natalie and she says, ah, oh, you should have seen the way Demi parked her car out there. It's half on the pavement, half off the pavement. That's a good idea. <laughs> Two minutes later, my phone goes, I think I've got a flat tyre. Yep. <laughs> you know? Ooh, and I says, ouch. oh. So I, I'm, I'm thinking she's crushed the, the side wall of the tyre and let the air out. So yep. I says, well, just stay where you are. I'll come out and, uh, and we'll, I've got a, a, hand, a foot pump thing. I says, we'll put yep. some air in the tyre and you should be okay. You can get to the garage and, and do them all to the yeah. right. Gets out there. There's no way it was the sidewall. Oh, you know? really? Done? Yeah. Shredded? Well, there was a big crack right down the side of the tyre. Oh, jeez. So anyway, well, I she says, did uh, whack it then. She Ooh. did. I says, uh, well, I think it was just an old tyre and that's all it took. Yeah. So she phones the RACV. The RACV man comes. In the meantime, I get the spare tyre out the boot. Yep. Exact same problem. That's flat, it's flat and naked. And a big hole in the sidewall. No way. So, yeah, I swear to God. And it says, did Let you check guess. this when you bought the car? She yeah. says, no, I just assumed it would be all right. It looked okay. <laughs> I said, did you squeeze it? Let me guess that Demi's under 30. She is. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was her birthday go. yesterday. Oh, there she you was, go. I think she was 25. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, but I'm not, I'm not saying anything about 25-year-old. Uh, young ladies, some of them are very smart when it comes to vehicles. Really? Oh, I think so. No, I don't think so. Anyway. <laughs> I'm talking about kids in general, not ladies either. Women, girls. It's a long story, this, for a tire story. Right. So anyway, 
the the uh, the RACV man manages to just get enough air into the original tyre because it was a slow leak. Right. But you could hear it. So she could drive the 500 metres to the nearest tyre place, which happens to be just up the end of my street. Oh, that was lucky. So we drive the car up to there, park it up for the evening. And I said, in the morning, you know, I can meet you here and we'll just talk to the guy and, you know. Yep. I says, they won't let you buy one tyre, you'll have to buy two because it's illegal to change one tyre. Right. If is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because they have to keep the tread the same. Right. Right. Uh, so if you've got lost a front tyre, you need to replace both front tyres. If you've lost a back, you need to replace both backs. There you go. Right. Yeah. Uh, and especially if your spare is not a spare. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. just an ornament. <laughs> yeah. You know. Have you saw my boot ornament? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years, it's That's almost an antique. It's almost an antique. <laughs> so, anyway, I said, she says, Oh, how much will this be? And that? she drives a little, I don't know what it is, a wee Suzuki something or other, or a wee Hyundai, Hyundai or something. And I says, uh, oh, Look, you're probably looking at about $60 for a reasonable tyre, you know. So, she says, Oh, I don't care. Well, maybe I a bit she, more than that. But no, well, no, yeah. No. So, anyway, she buys a. Uh, Next day, the, the man comes and we speak to him and uh, we get it organised. And she needs four tyres, the other ones. I knew that. I looked at them. They were. If she's got uh, one old one on there, yeah, she's got four old ones yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good so, chance. So anyway, he says, look, I can, I'll change the whole lot, balance, front wheel alignment, all that stuff. Yeah. And it'll cost you, uh, you know, $580. I think some pretty, you know. That's it, yeah. You know, and they were, they, they were uh, Bridgestone tyre, they weren't a cheap... Yeah, rubbish tyre. They were actually good tyres. So anyway, she gets that done. Next day, I need friggin' tyres. <laughs> you know, because my wonderful niece, Demi, the 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 lever that she uses to uh, unscrew the uh, the spare tyre. You know, there's a, a there's a bolt thing in the middle of the tyre holding it into the boot. Right. She's got that in her pocket, hasn't she? And she gets out of my car, drops it in my driveway, and I reverse over Ooh. it, smashing it to smithereens, and jamming it into two of my tyres. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the chances of that? I know. Very good chance. So that uh, is the universe talking to you, Hutton. <laughs> so I go, oh, yeah. My tyres were getting a bit low. They were, they weren't they? Illegal, but you know, I thought, yeah. oh, well, I'll, I'll get a couple of them replaced. Four tires later, at at five hundred and twenty dollars a tire. tire. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't. I would expect that. Yeah, we've got we've got a pretty small car. So it's yeah. I normally get the tires changed two at a time. You're right. Actually. Yeah, it's I and mean, it's normally about two hundred and fifty bucks for two. 260 something yeah. like that so but look, it's, it's a smallish car we've look, got you can get away with just changing one tire if you've got four brand new tires and you burst one you know they're not going to oh, yeah. force a new tire on you but right but normally yeah it would be you know yeah. listen to me mr mechanical hey look at that hey chef mechanic <laughs> uh, celtic rock god there's no end to your talent no that's, that's, that's what i miss about not doing this podcast yeah, exactly. i'm a much more informed person for it so yeah I'm, I, that's the tire story which has made me incredibly tired tired a bit oh jeez 500 and, yeah. oh my goodness yeah. uh, actually i once I, I did actually use a mate of mine's car for a little bit, I can't remember the reason. I needed a car and I didn't have one, or whatever it was. Right, so you um, stole one? No, <laughs> no. So my mate had a he had a company car, but his car was like this um, H Holden special vehicle, oh, right. oh, low yeah. thing, big white like tires, and all yeah. that. 
low profiles. Low profiles, yeah. yeah. And it's $500 exactly. a $500. Yeah. Now, I've got a history, and similar to yourself, is for some reason, I don't get one puncture. No. I get two within a month. Yes. And that's happened all my life. Yeah. I don't know how. Touch wood. Touch wood. I don't, I don't want I'm, any of that. I'm way overdue for a puncture, actually. So you know what's going to happen next yeah. week, right? I'm, actually, I'm, I'm had, ready for it. I had my current car, which I've got at the moment, one day and I burst two <laughs> tyres. Two. Yeah. yeah. Two in the same day two again. Two in the same day. I think I went over the same nail same, twice. Probably. You might, you might start sweeping your driveway, I think. Save yourself a couple of grand every couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, that's, oh, that's uh, mad. In fact, I think I was heading... To the National Celtic Festival or to the Port Ferry uh, Music Festival. Yeah. With Tony O'Neill in the car, and we're driving down the freeway. That's and a good next minute, flubbada, flubbada, flubbada. Yeah. Gets it. And it was the bit at the end of a screwdriver, an electric screwdriver, like a Philip said. No, had, really? Yeah. Lying in the road and punctured two tyres. Oh, so then we no. had to, we pulled off the freeway into. Uh, Werribee and I had to find two tyres on a Saturday morning <laughs> <laughs> to fit my car. On the way to Port Ferry. On the way to Port Ferry. Oh, yeah, and thanks for posting that uh, five-year thing. I don't know how Facebook does that, but it did. I know. There's a picture of you, me, and Jamie McHugh, who was the founder of the Port Ferry Festival. Yes, one of them. Two, uh, one of them. In 2016. And I think as a as I commented, I can't believe that was five years ago. Mm. That's unbelievable. We've lost two years, haven't we? Like, well, it was 18 months with yeah. COVID, but... I've lost two birthdays, yeah. as we were saying earlier, you know. Yeah, that's true, and isn't it? Missing birthday. Because we were talking about that and we changed the subject. Yeah. You know, the National Celtic Festival is normally my birthday weekend. This is. Yeah. Know. And the last two have been cancelled. They have. And my lovely family, my wife, my son and my daughter, got me a cake, happy second birthday. Yeah. <laughs> In lockdown, <laughs> yeah. Happy second lockdown. So I'm only two. Right. I did see the. I saw the cake. Yeah. Well done. Blue. It's that was the bluest icing I've ever seen in my life. It was life. pretty blue. I reckon the guy coloring the icing dropped the whole <laughs> fucking vial of blue. <laughs> I kid you not. The next day, I went oh, to the toilet oh to do my normal ablutions. <laughs> and, and ablutions. Yeah, is what ablution. Wipe my ass. And I had a handful of blue toilet paper. <laughs> I gave me the fright of my life. <laughs> it really did. I thought, what the fuck is yeah. that? Well, thanks, thanks for the visual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry you missed it. And, and, and it was lockdown. You couldn't even celebrate mm. it with anybody else. So Anyway, no. that's two years in a row. I've, two in a row. I've actually got away with having to buy in for your birthday. <laughs> hey. Come on, I think uh, you've never bought me in in your life. Uh, no. So that's pretty good. <laughs> No, that's true. Actually. No, why, no, why break the hell I'm sure I did. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah, now the other thing that's keeping us awake these days would be the Euro Championships, oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. And they're talking about <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Scotland. God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. At least we held the English to nil all. Yes, we uh, did. Man, we were, yes. We were, we were, oh, hang on. Uh, that's better. We were all talking about it as if we'd thrashed them. I know. Hold <laughs> like, them to nil. Yes. Actually, in the scheme of things, it is it's a bit a of a... It's a bit of a win for it's Scotland, It's a bit of a win it? for Scotland, you <laughs> know, against... We didn't lose. <laughs> no, we didn't lose. And the English didn't win. Exactly. And that we was, played well, though. We did. Yeah, I got up at yeah. it was five o'clock in the morning, I watched the game. Yeah. And, um, well, I got up the other night with, you know, five million other Scottish people to... to, to cheer to, Germany cheer on. Cheer Germany on. <laughs> yeah, me too. Which... <laughs> Which <laughs> didn't work out well, did it? <laughs> I remember being in a pub here in Melbourne many years ago, and it was a 
It was a Germany England game, and uh, it was it was the UK the UK Tavern, I think it was called. Uh, I don't know that place. Yeah, well, it's it's on uh, Dandenong, and we used to do uh, the majestic UK club. Oh, okay. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I played there for years. Yeah, because they had a, a kind of. A cabaret dinner type thing, yeah. you know, and it used to be very popular, oh, didn't it? Oh, good God! It still yeah. is in some parts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I we had, uh, I was the Celtic part and the Irish Scottish part. Yeah, and uh, and then there was a a, a a rock and roll band that did uh, British fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties hits, yeah, you know, sort yeah. of thing. So it was it was better, and there was a wee comedian magician. Uh, <laughs> Guy uh, Louis McManus, who God bless, God bless his soul. Yep. He was a lovely wee man, like my second dad here yep. in Australia. And uh, yeah, so um, and we're in the in the pub. It's packed, absolutely packed, full of English guys yeah. screaming. And there's me <laughs> uh, and the next act and, an, and another Scottish. No, we weren't playing that night. We oh, just right. went to watch the game. It yep. was. Uh, uh, I can't remember what competition it was. It might have been a, a World Cup or something like that. Yeah. But uh, it was England v Germany, and we are the only two people in the corner with German colours on. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes, "Oh, look, the Scottish guys have <laughs> yeah, turned up." <laughs> I know. It stands yeah. out, doesn't it? Oh, look, so they play tonight, I think, don't they? I yeah. Think, well, uh, five five o'clock tomorrow morning. Our right. Time. Okay. Our time, um, yeah. So yeah, they are. I don't know, it's eight, it must be eight o'clock. Croatia. UK is time. It? Oh, Ukraine. No, Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. So they've actually got a... England's got a good chance of going all the way here, to be honest. But oh, no, it's I such a Ukrainians, difficult competition. I think it's going to be 3 nothing for Ukraine. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that's my wish. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You're praying to the football yes. gods. If you're listening, yeah. almighty father, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please let England be Just beat. the three <laughs> sent off for England. Yeah. <laughs> nah, look, good luck to them. Nah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we used to do that as... as it's are. just a friendly yeah, it's rivalry, just winding you them know, up. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Stab the bastard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did I say that? Sorry. <laughs> Can't remember where that button where you go, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not that one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, That's right, it. Now we've got it. Yeah. Come on, England. Yeah. <laughs> Lose. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll set my alarm, I'll, uh, I'll open my eyes and I'll see if I can keep them open. Yeah. Should be able to. I'm pretty good at waking them up normally. Right. Um, uh, once I start watching, because, you know, coming to Australia, I really have sort of missed watching live football. Mm. You know, like real football, as we call yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and by that, I mean the English Premier League. You know, the Scottish yeah. Premier League, I don't want to watch Rangers v Celtic every single week. You know no, what no, I mean? And, exactly. and uh, all the also runs. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do. I do miss the the afternoons in the pub, yeah. you know, and the, and then the night game if if it worked out that way. Mm. Um, but I don't miss being in the UK. No, I certainly would never leave Australia. Um, but I do miss that. So and I've lost touch. We were talking earlier about we the players. I don't really know who the players are for no, England and or Scotland. You know, oh you definitely know. Scotland. Don't know any of them. Whereas no, 20, 30 years ago, you knew them all. Oh, every single one. Oh, you we could were, name yeah. Alice Tartan Army. I, I could right. probably still name all 40 of them. I right. don't know why they needed 40, but I think 30 never came back, did they? <laughs> <laughs> then the other three got <laughs> deported. <laughs> they all went to Mexico. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We'll wait for the next one. Yeah. Um, but aye, that's, uh, well, good luck, England, if you must win it, then. Fair no, I couldn't, I couldn't tolerate it. 
We'd never hear the end of it. It could, could be worse. It could be living over there. Well, that's and true. They Next something. thing they'll be sending the Queen to the Iron Brew factory. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, a bit of tr- there's a bit of trouble going on. Somebody, I thought I'll do a wee bit of research for the show this morning, which basically was me typing in funny news. You yeah. know? <laughs> and someone popped up. There's somebody claiming to, who lives in Australia, claiming to be the son of Charles and Camilla. It, have I missed it? Because I don't read news anymore. Because no, yeah, I yeah. think it's. Have you heard that? No. No. All right. That's, no. that's a wasted subject for this. No, they weren't the son of Charles and Ken. They were the foal. The foal. Isn't <laughs> she the one that looks like a horse? <laughs> she, looks like, she looks like Rod Hull. That's what she, <laughs> Rod Hull and Emu. That's what she looks like. Anybody that's less than 50 won't get that at all. <laughs> Rod Hull and sheep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's strange. It's strange it's not everywhere. Maybe I, I clicked on a fake news website. Well, Maybe that's possible. what it was. It's quite possible. Well, it's very hard to find real news websites no, these days. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. You know, right. the interwebs. I know, the, yeah. the interwebs. The interwebs. <laughs> my, my wee bird Orky's an absolute star on oh, the internet. I meant to ask you about Orky. Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing well, you know. Apparently you've got him swearing and all sorts oh, now. Oh, well, I'm... T- Trying Try your my, best. <laughs> trying my best, you know. <laughs> well, we need to get we need to get an Orky recording on here. That's a good idea. Yeah, just record them on your phone. And record them, we'll yeah. put it on. <laughs> What's uh, saying something <laughs> filthy and rude? <laughs> there's actually uh, if you if you uh, YouTube it or Google it, there's a uh, the gla- it's a Glasgow parrot and it's uh, an African grey and now African greys are. Are, are superb talkers. Oh, right. and they're okay. very intelligent. They're probably the most intelligent right. of all the birds. Yeah. You know, for, when it comes to talking and almost forming conversations. Right, right. So, yeah, I've been I've been with a few birds that weren't very good at that myself. Yeah, no, a couple of pints of beer and away you go. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> my sexist joke out for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Bad me. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, so if you Google that, it's. It's hilarious. It's, so it's this Afri- African grey, and it's got a full-on Glasgow accent. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like a steak pie? Aye. <laughs> you know, and it, and it goes on and on, and it, it makes all the noises of the traffic outside, so the trucks are reversing. Beep, beep. No, no. <laughs> this thing just can't it, stop talking. No, and then yeah. it rings the phone itself, and it does the whole the two-way conversation. Are you all right? Aye. <laughs> What's the weather like? Oh, man, I've got to watch that. You have to watch it. But right. the best one is... I'll get a recording, and we'll play it on the And we'll play it, yeah, yeah like here. The, the, the girl who owns it, and, and the parrot's called Onion. Right, right? Onion. Uh, Ingen, <laughs> as we would say in Dundee. Ingen. And uh, she says, oh, look, there's the next-door neighbour taking her dog for a walk. And Onion goes, cheeky fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. All oh, right, well, we'll, right, we'll, we'll play that it. on the next one. We will. Right. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm looking come forward with to come on a language that. warning, which we should have well, had at the start of this episode. No, we've never bothered before. No, we've so never bothered matter. before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh uh, what else has been happening? You know, any, anything in. The, have you had the latest Scots magazine? Uh, no, I have got the latest Scots magazine. You know you know how good DC Thompsons have been at delivering the Scots magazine. Like now you've got. Every now, after I swore and called them all sorts of. Every back episode under the sun. But I've got double episodes, actually. Oh, yeah, they're sending you two copies. Uh, yeah, it is. And, and I've actually signed up for another year because I, I like it that much. It's a beautiful magazine, and I do give you this copy to take away. Um, you do, and then I, and then you'd I probably have just throw it in the no, bin. No, and Catherine, Catherine would she probably likes like it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a section in the Scots magazine, and 
I'm, we're catching up. This is how long it's been since we've done a podcast. Well, we do. We have one magazine each one. We're still only up to October 2020 in the magazine stakes. Okay, so, so we're a pile. bit behind time. Well, we are. Yeah. So I is the section that we like. No, I like Aye. the best. It kind of gives you some. Uh, got a fat bum. Aye. you <laughs> 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 a steak pie. <laughs> well, it gives you some uh, interesting facts and some completely useful ones uh, right. about Scotland. Now, okay. I'll put this one to you. How long do you think the Battle of Culloden lasted for? The Battle of Culloden, I, re- I reckon it went 14 minutes. Less than an hour, I'll give you that. Well Less done. than an hour. Well done, mate. Yep. Now, um, this is a fact, it's no point asking you, but Britain's first black schoolmaster, mm-hmm. Tom Jenkins, taught in the Borders village of Teviothead. Wow. Teviothead. Like, in 1814. Right. Yeah, so, so don't say that us Scots, Scots were about slavery and stuff like that. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah. saw a intelligent very, people when we didn't care what colour they were. Yeah, a very inclusive nation. Yeah, and that's good. That's, not, yes, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's, I would never have thought that. Uh, did you know what the Proclaimers were originally called? They were a punk band. Uh, uh, no, I don't. The Hippie Hasslers. Thank God they changed their name, isn't it? Yeah, to the Proclaimers. That's such a great time interviewing those two. They were, ah, they yeah. were yes. so nice. They're lovely guys. You know, and, and really typical. The, the thing I'll always remember. This is such a Scottish thing to do, and it was just after I'd interviewed them or before we had a bit of a chat, and I said, "Oh, do you, are you, is your parents still in in Scotland?" I said, "Oh, my mum's still. Oh, and who's mum?" You know, like right, like I'd yeah. known them and they yeah, knew me, yeah. and it's yeah. such a Scottish thing. They were so nice. Yeah, a great interview it was. As well, even if I say so myself. Yes, uh, yes, uh, I remember that. And we went to the concert at that's, the Pali. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I interviewed yeah. them backstage at the yeah. Pali, which yeah. was interesting in itself. Trying, mm. trying to get to the dressing room in a, well, it's probably not as old as theatres would be in the UK, but, but it was, a, yeah, you've got to go around here and up there and down yeah. there. You know, when Spinal Tap get lost getting to yeah, the stage, exactly. that must happen in theatres all over the oh, UK I'm and sure Europe. It does. It They've got do. all these wee arrows painted on the it's, wall and yeah. our bits of paper stuck. All it takes is one bastard sound room. guy backstage to <laughs> point it towards the toilets or something. You know, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> There's one here that says, "Have you have you been feeling yucky over the past few months?" The old Scots word means. Restlessly waiting to be allowed to travel. Y e u k i e. That's not yucky, is it? That's no. yucky or something. Yucky, yeah. I've never heard that. You never heard, heard of that one. No. Yucky to me is, you know, yucky is feeling night, crappy. A, a night yeah. after the grape and the grain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, kids. Don't do it. It's, Don't uh, do it's not it. worth it. Yeah. Proclaimers again. The one surprisingly loud for a band. You don't imagine they're ever going to be loud. Absolutely. You know yep. what I mean? They like it cranked. At the Pali, they were loud. They, they were, were really loud. And a couple of years before that, uh, we did a gig uh, in the same lineup with them at, yep. at Port Ferry. And right. they got into serious trouble for being <laughs> too loud. <laughs> and their sound engineer absolutely refused to turn them down. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I did, actually, I've seen them a couple of times, and you're right. Really loud. Yeah. Yeah. Good. They must, I mean, they must like that stage. I can't volume. say we're not loud. We are. I've got to say, yeah. yeah. Mr. Ten Piece and yeah. half a dozen dancers we, band. We do get we do get into trouble quite often for being loud. 
Port Ferry, they, mm. they don't like it at Port no, Ferry. They don't. Yes. Which is, which is not, uh, that's a joke, but yeah. it's because the tents are so close and they're so big. That's why they put us on last when everybody else is finished. Yeah. <laughs> Often they're not. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's usually the Shabin on a Saturday night, last last thing, last gig standing. Yes. To give us a good 40 minutes of unadulterated. <laughs> I remember Eric Bogle said to me once, he said, I really enjoyed your show last night, Willie. And I said, so did you? I said, did you stick around and watch? Because Eric normally wouldn't stick around and watch. Yeah. You know, it's a bit late for him, but he's getting old now. He's a wee old man. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, he... Uh, He'll he be says, listening no, to this. I absolutely loved it. He says, I says, did you stick around? He says, no, no, I was in, I was, I was in Warrnambool. <laughs> and <laughs> 25 minutes away. <laughs> In my That's accommodation, with the windies open, <laughs> and I could still hear you. <laughs> That's quite possible. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Get along to Claymore with your ear defenders. Ear no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll give you the last one from I because it's uh, we've been talking about this today. So the Australian wine industry, yes, was founded in the early 19th century. My eyes are sweating, by the way. Don't I can't read. How do your eyes sweat? I don't know. They just oh. do. Oh. Um, Okay, founded in the early 19th century right. by James Busby and John MacArthur from Scotland. Scotland. That's how the I Australian wonder, what, wine did, industry does was. Does it say what their winery, uh, their vineyard was? Or their, no, no. no, it's just the wine industry, so I don't, I don't know how you found a wine industry. Now, are the historians getting uh, a bit confused and they were just winers? Winos, might have been the first yeah. winos in Australia, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two, yeah, Scotsmen. Right, two Scotsmen. <laughs> Or they whinged, Sitting as we say here, they yeah. just whine all day. <laughs> yeah, no. and then felt yucky the next day. I wish I could day. grow some grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this malt whiskey. <laughs> I'm going to start an industry. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I don't have to look that one up. Very that's industrious people, the Scots. Great well, engineers, great doctors. Always. Great scientists. Oh, top 100 inventions of all time. Yeah. Oh, there'll be 60, 70 be Scottish people. Yes. Engineers. Absolutely. And no uh, doubt. We invented things like pies on a roll and yeah, deep fried pizza, deep fried Mars bars. <laughs> I actually did. I did see one of them for the first time in my life. On a God knows why I was watching this video. Um, but oh, it's one of those I, ad- always, adult videos. I've, yeah. a deep fried Mars bar. <laughs> I've always kept the opinion that deep fried Mars bars weren't actually real or just a thing that. People, yeah, you just know, because we've got a reputation of eating. Some fish and chip shop did it for a bet. They did, they did it for a... Well, this, oh, this video that I saw was two people from overseas who went and they were eating. I was looking up how to make scotch pies. Right. That's what it was. And you came across... And I came across this video, which was people from overseas that went to four or five bakers. Yes. And ended up getting a deep fried Mars bar. It's the first time I'd ever and seen it. And loving it. So... They actually thought it was okay. I mean, yeah. I couldn't eat a Mars bar whether it was deep fried or not. Yeah, you know, it's just too sweet. I don't eat sweets. So for those of you, what you do is you take your Mars bar, stick it in the freezer yeah. until it's frozen solid. Yep. Then you just dip it in your normal your fish batter. and chip batter. Yep. Or if you're really adventurous, the latest thing, you make the batter not using water or you make it using Coca Cola. Coca Cola. That's right. Right. Now, that's the next most sickly thing on earth. Exactly. Combined with the deep-fried Mars bar. It's horrendous, isn't it? It is, but it tastes actually quite good. No way. It does. No. It they, really does. They, well, they actually said that yeah. it, it and wasn't And my second heart attack will attend it. Exactly. That's, a, that's, a, that's the last of my stints that I can get put in. Just being melted. Yes. Um, 
Nah, so the, yeah, how did we get on the deep fried Mars bars? I don't know. We were talking. I can't about, remember. We were talking about the wine industry That's being right. invented in Australia, and that got us onto uh, how brilliant Scottish the Scots people. are. Yeah, and just there's about a, everything. There's a Scots magazine, and uh, I'd. Uh, if you're interested, anybody, just be patient on the delivery. That's all I would I, say. I just love the advertising on the back there. Rolex. Rolex. What the hell has that got to do with Scotland? Well, who knows? You know, maybe there must be some rich people in. It's probably because it costs oh, about. It's, oh, 10. look! It's a Mick Rolex. <laughs> it's Bolex. <a>, yeah. <laughs> it's not a Rolex. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Macrolex. Yes. Aye. So what's coming up for the rest of the rest of the week? Have we got any more shows that you think you might be able to? Oh, look, we're hoping, we're hoping indeed. In fact, uh, uh, the uh, this I've been invited by the city of uh, Hawthorne Pipe Band. They've put together a rather spectacular concert, oh. um, which was going to be part of the uh, the Tartan Festival, right? But it got uh, postponed yeah. as well. So they've asked me to compare it and come along and maybe. No, you know, nice. I might sing a song or two and tell a few jokes. Yep. You know about being fostered. See if you get some funny ones. <laughs> I'll eh? try. I'll try and find a funny one. <laughs> no, I, yeah. and they've written a whole lot of n- new music for the band and a lot of classics. And uh, it looks like it'll be a great concert. I don't. I can't quite remember the uh, the date, but I think it's been moved to September sometime. Right. And uh, but if you jump online on Facebook or or Google the uh, Saint Hawthorne Pipe Band, yes, well go to um, Cl- go to Claymore and uh, ah, there'll be something there. Yeah, mm. yeah. I f- forget to say that There's people from overseas going. I don't know who Willie Hutton is. I say, well, uh-huh. you're, you're, everybody knows him here, so you're on your own. Well, anyway, go big to Cl- Willie, big <laughs> Willie, they call him. Yeah. <laughs> no, go to Claymore. I should put it in the d- the description in the podcast. We should, yeah. we should, yeah. So if Clay- only we had Claymore. somebody who was good at social media. Yeah, no, yeah, it's certainly no me. You know me, I me swear. <laughs> At Facebook on a, on a regular basis, isn't it? Doing do, do it again the, the other night. The thing that annoys me the most, right? So you have these pages on Facebook, and Facebook constantly sends you reminders. Why don't you do a post on, yeah. on Dununder? You know, why don't you <laughs> when do, you do this? an advert? Why don't you yeah. buy an advert? Why don't you do this? Why? They're actually breaking their own rules right. by constantly harassing you. Yep. Twenty times a day. <laughs> It's like stalking. <laughs> well, you know how much I hate Facebook. Right? I know. I know. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of I'm going okay with Facebook at the moment. Like, right? I was swearing at it the other day, but that's just it for what it is. And you have to remember, it's their business. It's their platform. They're giving you it for free, so you can't really complain about anything today if you want to use it. Yeah, look, you the know only, what I mean. But the only reason that I'm on Facebook is because I, I got. I was really lucky to get a. A virtual reality headset for my birthday. Oh, I was going to talk about that. Right. Yeah. So are you actually here or are we in virtual reality? Because uh, uh, <laughs> you don't look real to me, well, Neil. Sometimes I'm starting to wonder, like, yeah. am I sleeping? This is what lockdown does to you, right? Right. Am I sleeping? Am I dreaming? Am I in VR? Am I, is it real? Oh, I don't know, mate. I'm, right. I'm starting to lose touch with well, reality. And sh- I'm quite happy about that. You've even got the <laughs> jargon. I'm in VR. Yeah, VR. <laughs> exactly. And, but, you know, being the ER. Venereal recuperation. Probably run into, <laughs> run into a wall sometimes. Is that what VR is? Venereal disease That's recuperation. <laughs> 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 that would be VDR. Yeah. <laughs> We'd actually, yeah. <laughs> You've obviously been there. Well, you know, it's nothing a wee bit of penicillin doesn't fix. Well, there you go. Uh, we yeah. jagging the bum. <laughs> and away you go. <laughs> Whiskey and penicillin. That's Shooter. Yeah. Secure, yeah. Yeah, so that's the... And you have to have the one that... Um, Got from a birthday, you have to have a Facebook. So uh, over the years... You have pe- to have Facebook. You have to have... Well, Facebook bought the company who 
make this headset. All right, okay. So the first thing they did was, oh, you're not getting on here unless... Unless you have a Facebook and, account. And look, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to come around and get right, it. Well, we'll, do a sh- we'll do a show back at mine once. And it'll blow your mind. It is right. unbelievable. You know, and I'm, I've never Can been a gamer. Can it blow else? Well, you get a vacuum cleaner on you, put your VR headset on. Away you go. Away you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch for the dog running around because you can't see. Right. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like I've never been a gamer. I mean, even right. as a kid. No, right? me neither. My, you know, t- my son, Sean, is an avid gamer. They all are. Yeah. They, they are every, mm. well, everyone. But I've been getting mo- like the sports games. So like skiing, okay. not skiing, um, fishing and golf right. and boxing for a bit of fitness. So a bit of fitness right. goes on. And You have no sitting there in the... In the room, swinging punches. Well, you, better, you better believe it, I am. What happens if Mrs. Mitch walks well, past and cocks so, one right in the kiss? Well, that's, that's the warning, right? you got to yeah. get it out. Uh, I'm about to do a wee bit of fitness here, yeah. uh, Mrs. Mitch. Don't move. Yeah. <laughs> and if I get too close, throw something at me. <laughs> but you, you got to There's some funny this videos might, of people running yes, into walls. Mrs. And, Mitch, this might look like sexual activity, <laughs> but I'm actually hoovering <laughs> the carpets. <laughs> <laughs> and punching fresh air. Hey, you get a good workout on these things, though. Do you? Oh, jeez, right. you do. You hardly tell by looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> That's because I don't do it for a minute. That's yeah, enough. You do it for a minute and then you drink a bottle of wine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thirsty work. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Speaking of wine. Yes. Yeah. Hi, so what they say? That's all right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a wee wine in a minute. We will. Um, aye, so that's that's been... Uh, it's been... Look, I'm not getting carried away with it because I'm not, I've not got that gamer... Mindset, but I'm very impressed with the technology. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. And yeah. there's things like, I mean, all joking aside, there is some fitness stuff. Mrs. Mitch gets a bit involved. A lot in of educational that. stuff as well. Educational stuff, meditation stuff. Yeah. Which, uh, again, I think you know that there is a mental health element to COVID well, and the lockdown. Yeah. And I've actually quite enjoyed. We've got a couple of these meditation things. Yeah. Just to just to unwind because I find myself working all the time. Okay. You know, so it's not about zen and yeah. all that but it's just to sort of disappear and it's easier to disappear yeah. when you're in 360 yeah. VR mode yeah. you know what I mean so, so if that's you know, actually, boring actually, or sad no, it's I not I actually just find it's it's uh, it's much better just to open the front door and walk outside the fucking house yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> go and speak then you're to in. somebody <laughs> and, and and then you're in the room you're in R you're not in VR you're in R recreational mode <laughs> that's it no yeah. actually they're, they're doing a lot of research I've read uh, about VR for like people with Alzheimer's and stuff like that because I did read some of that yeah they, 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 they're, they're trying to use it to help people you know remember things yeah, exactly yeah. and I think there was a, there was an article I saw online and on on most of the news channels where they had a, a very famous ballerina Put on a VR set, and all of a sudden, all the music came back to her. The dance moves they had her; she that, she could pirouette. She and she was quite an old woman, but right, she felt she was actually there, yeah. having, having a, a go at the ballet. I thought a joke again. was coming there. That's no, I'm no, at you. no, no, no. I can turn it into a joke. No, <laughs> I know you could. <laughs> right, so that's a, it's as sad as it may seem for a for a fifty-something to be. Playing uh, what was I playing last night? I was snowboarding last night. Right, okay, yeah, well, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, this is brilliant. And what does as Mrs. Mitch had to go? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she likes it. Nice. Yeah. So she does the fitness one. So right. we've got a, a box. 
I've got a box, an actual boxing game, right? Right. And it's a hell of a workout. But there's yeah. also they call it a, a fitness VR, which is like remember box fit was popular. Yeah. So you're doing a workout okay. and you're punching things. So you've got these things flying towards you and you've got to punch them and yeah. punch and duck under them That's and do it. all that. That's a hell what of a was, workout. What was that game console thing that came out? And it was on a Wii, the Wii no, the Fit. W- that, so that's, yeah, this is the Wii on and steroids. And everybody was throwing the Wii controllers through their LCD TVs. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they had to tie them to their wrist. They were <laughs> bowling and chucking the remote control through the $2,000 telly. That's right. Well, have a look online at accidents with VR. Uh, and there's oh, one I saw the other day. And there's this kid. And yet... And it is such a real environment, weird. And it, I guess if kids don't really, didn't this guy didn't obviously compute what was going on here. And he's standing three feet, four feet from the TV. Right. Right. And he's obviously playing a game where he's running, and he just motors and goes for it. He just oh, runs yeah. into the telly. It's <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and it, 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 there's so many like that. You do. You get lost and. So if someone's watching you doing it... Oh, you look ridiculous. But can they see what you're seeing? Yeah, you can cast it to the TV. Right. But okay. it's only in sort of one dimension. One dimension. You know, right. So okay. you, you see what they can see, but you, you don't yeah. obviously have the... When you've got the VR headset on, anywhere yeah, you, you can, turn, it's, it's yeah, complete. Right. You know. okay. But aye, next time, we'll, we'll do a show from our... Uh, yeah, we'll do a virtual reality podcast. We'll do a VR podcast. Yes. That nobody can see anything, so it'll have no value whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be interesting to... Uh, to see what you think of some of the some the, of the, the technology is amazing. Right, that is amazing, and that's why I've got to not delete my Facebook account, which I'd normally do at least once every twelve months because I hate it. No, right. I don't hate it. Uh, you just I hate myself it. for being you on it. That's, that's the only thing I hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, self-loathing. It is self-loathing. That's a good VR yep. game. Yeah, <laughs> self-loathing with Mitchell. That's right. Well, <laughs> I don't need a headset for that. I can just sit in the mirror, can I? Just look at myself and just <laughs> loathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loathing. Uh, I'm loathing. Exactly, yeah. Aye, well, let's do that, mate. That'll be fun. No, that'll be good. It's <laughs> strange. It's been a busy wee afternoon down here yeah, at the corner. Right. And yes, I'm really impressed. So any, anybody who hasn't been here, get yourself down to the corner store in Mentone. And the cornerstore3194.com. Yep. And any minute now, we're going to have Brendan come and have a chat, the chef de cuisine. Yes. Yep, we are. So we'll uh, give him a wee intro soon and... Uh, Take it from there. Well, let's let's. Well, hang on. Brendan's coming over now. So anyway, Neil, you've been uh, and you've been dabbling with the dark arts online. I've been seeing posting pictures of my culinary skills. Your culinary <laughs> skills, which I have to say, are about pa- as good as my pronunciation <laughs> of culinary. <laughs> yeah, pathetic. <laughs> no, it's not true. You've been doing well. I've I've been helping Mrs. Mitch right, in a time so. of uh, you know lockdown and you know just helping out at home. Yeah. Making food. But Making of course, food. nothing like your good self and oh. certainly nothing like uh, a very special guest we've no, got No, we here. do. We, have a, we actually have a real chef de cuisine. A real chef. <laughs> now I'm in trouble. <laughs> yes. So my good mate, uh, Brendan Berthelot, who is the head chef here at the Corner Store. Brilliant. And uh, we thought we'd get him on to, to really show us up and tell us a bit about food. Brendan, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? And uh, how long have you been actually uh, a chef? Be probably 26 years now. 26 years. Yeah. Where, where wow. did you actually train? I trained at a place called Carlucci. So I actually started as a pastry chef. Right. And then I decided after a year that I was kind of limited in what I could do and I'd done yeah. all the cakes. And so I moved over to become a chef at a place called Sammy's Italian Cuisine, which okay. is a very 
probably a mediocre restaurant to start, but it was uh, the start of my career where we were 80 hours a week putting in all, it was me and one chef yeah. putting in all the extra work, but it taught me my skill and organisation. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's really, I think, what chefing's all about. It's the prep and the, the organisation. And all about timing. All about timing, yeah. Everything has to come up at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. That's can what I can, that's you know, what I can your never chips get right. are ready, but you know your fried eggs are still in the shell. Everything's cold <laughs> apart from the last thing I put on the plate. That's it. <laughs> now I'd say it's uh, I, I do admire the work that uh, chefs and sous chefs and kitchen. Every, when you watch a, a working kitchen, and this is corner store is quite a big place for people who don't know that. It's just get up and go, and then there's nowhere to hide for the next whatever hours yeah it's uh move move and keep moving yeah yeah i know and it is 80 hours a week isn't it that's standard for chefs you know it's it's really changed in the last 20 years when i say that i was an apprentice and it kind of teaches you structure in a kitchen but now it's 40 to 50 hours i do a bit more because i'm the head chef yeah none of my guys do more than 40 at the moment right okay so it's changed a little bit which is good because there's no more under the table and all that kind of thing yeah. where people aren't covered by injuries and all those things. Yeah, because that, that would be quite common in kitchens and bur- people getting burnt. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> and Oops, there goes another finger. <laughs> so Brendan actually is a three-fingered chef. A three-fingered <laughs> chef. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hold the mic for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a brilliant work that you do here at the corner. It's a fantastic menu. Anybody um, who hasn't been here that's listening, get down. And uh, Brendan is here seven days a week, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's all right. So is it, was your apprenticeship like you see on it, like Gordon Ramsay and the, and the head chef shouting and screaming at you all the time? <laughs> that you're a fucking idiot! <laughs> For the first two years, my head chef was an older gentleman who was a little bit bitter at the industry. He did not speak directly to me two years he right. used to tell the kitchen hand to tell me what to do and he'd say he'd call me the boy oh, tell really? the boy to do this and I'd be standing right next to him wow but it was a I guess it was that tough love kind of thing yeah, yeah. after those two and a half years I took the kitchen over and I right. was head chef when I was 17 oh so wow from then I moved on to a few places I actually had to lie on my resume about my age because right. people didn't believe that I had that type of experience really before sure. I was under 18 let alone qualified yep wow um, and then yeah I worked in Australia for another probably 10 to 12 years right and then I thought I knew everything I'd owned a few restaurants <laughs> and I got offered to go to France as a private chef right and I worked in a big beautiful chateau that they'd made into their personal holiday home right it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. And then I decided to stay, and it was the best thing I did. Right, okay. When I worked into a kitchen, they said, get on dishes, and yeah. whatever you've learned in Australia, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. You Reset. And a I, second apprenticeship. Yeah, and <laughs> I got, they broke me, and yeah. uh, I stayed there for six months. You can only stay at six months in those venues. Yeah, yeah. And then I was lucky enough to meet an Australian man who turned me into his group executive chef. He owned a few pubs. Right. The French versions of pubs, which right. are probably not the same as ours. No. Uh, so I got a specialist migrant visa, um, but I was over there for a total of four years. Okay. And then that same group sent me to Hong Kong for a year. Right. So wow. that, that overseas really taught me. I learned more in those four or five years than I did in 20 years right. in Australia. And then when I arrived back, I did a bit of consulting work and happened to bump into Jacques Ramond and yep. became his head chef for a little bit. And then I decided to move down to Bayside. Okay. Take a step back, which yep. probably didn't really work out. <laughs> but uh, living down the beach now, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't go back to the city. Um, yeah, look, it's a lot, yeah. a lot more relaxed lifestyle probably than working for Jacques Vermond or in the city. Anyway, you know, yeah. pressure. You know. So, what, what's your favourite thing to cook? Foie gras. Foie gras. Okay. Get a few oh, enemies yes. from that, but what's it's my absolute favourite. Right. And what's your least favourite? Um, maybe abalone. I find okay. it quite hard to get the finished product on the plate without wastage. Right. And prickly pears. Okay. You pick a prickly pear. Abalone's up. an interesting one. I've, ne- I've never had abalone. I know I have, but to me it's just like mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think, what's, what's the big deal? Whereas foie gras has actually got a... A taste to it, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's, it, as you Fantastic. said, it can be sensational, but yeah, yeah, ah, great stuff, Brendan. That's, no. uh, that's you've, you've certainly got a grounded education yes. <laughs> to yep. be not necessarily where you are now, but yeah. the places that you all the places that you have been that's fascinating. And, and I, I do have a great admiration for people who can cook because so, uh, I pretty much can't. You know what this means, Mitchell? <laughs> this, this means next week you start in the kitchen washing dishes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you, you can get you can speak to me via somebody else. That's right. I'll speak to you via. Can you tell the boy yeah. on the dishes? He's a fucking loser. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for talking to us, Brendan. Yeah, no worries. I might just add that we also do a wine dinner once every sort of two months. So yeah. That, that really gives me a chance to cook my French food and yeah. really do a five-course degustation and we match it with wines. Wheelie's a regular. Uh, um, and it really gives the chance in the kitchen to teach them not to be making fried eggs and bacon. And exactly, and things. chicken schnitzels yeah. over the time. Actually, we did one. It was last week, I think, yeah. the, we had one here and yeah. I have to say... There was nothing but positive comments on the food. Oh, I was. You, you actually did tell me that you had a couple of tickets going and I couldn't make it. I, did. So I was really disappointed because we were planning, myself and my wife were planning to come to that one. It just didn't work out. So Next time. Next time for we're sure. We're doing uh, at the end of July. We're going to do a Christmas in July. Okay. Kind of thing, oh, perfect. And I'm going to play around and do our own honey ham. And if you're looking for a Santa. Yeah. So it'll be really. <laughs> I know a grey haired bearded fella. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not being your elf. Okay? No. <laughs> You're not being my wife either. No. <laughs> Thanks very much, Brendan. Thanks for having we'll me. See then. Cheers, Thanks, Brendan. Thank you. Bye. See, I'm, I'm, I'm completely unsure now whether I'm actually here or I'm part of your headset. Me too. You know, <laughs> I'd be worried if you existed in my headset as Can well. Can you imagine appearing so in somebody's VR headset? There must be a way of getting in there. No, well, currently they, they have these catch-up rooms, right? That's... But you have to create an avatar, so a cartoon version of yourself. Right. That would be very easy for you. The ne- <laughs> Again, look I'll in just the mirror. Just runny eyes and a runny nose. <laughs> a runny nose. Just look right, just I have like to me. say, you've been wiping your nose a fair oh, amount today. What is I it? think is I'm t- allergic to you. I think that's, what, think it that's what it is. I, I'm certain, it's, mate. It's not the microphone or, you know, the tables or the furniture here it's at the corner. It's me. has to be me, doesn't it? No, look, all joking aside, it's the lack of fresh air. I'm serious. Right. So the lockdown... Even though, yeah, you can go out and go for a walk. I tend not to because I end up working all bloody day. That's but, the problem. So I you? do have a lot of very mild hay fever allergies, yeah. right? which gives me a little bit of a runny nose. Uh, when I go out now, yeah. it's uh, full on. Okay. You know, so it's either that or I've got COVID, mate, and you'll be in lockdown in a couple Excellent. of weeks' time. Yeah, no, well, well done. I haven't no, been anywhere to get it. No. But um, Actually, Catherine had to go for a COVID test just the other day. Oh, really? She woke up. With a sore throat, and she right. says, oh, "I've got a sore throat. I should go and get a test." And oh, good for her. Uh, well done. Brilliant. Uh, you know, we did the right thing. We went straight away and got a test. But she had 
forgot that the day before was the first time she'd been out in about six months, <laughs> and she caught up with all her girlfriends here at the corner store for a wonderful lunch and spoke to all these women for yeah. about three hours, Ooh. which she normally doesn't do. <laughs> Correct. So I says to her, you've got a wee touch of pharyngitis. Yeah, exactly. You know, say, laryngitis is the, is the when you've got a sore throat and you lose your yep. voice. Pharyngitis is, what, being a singer, I know these things, yep. is when you've used your voice too much yep. and you're not used to it and then you get hoarse. And that's what that, it was. That's normally me, two gigs in at Port Ferry with 16 pints of Guinness. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I've got a touch of pharyngitis. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, you're good at that. You've, I've seen mm. you a few times at festivals and that where you don't talk too much. I don't. Mm. No, I don't talk to people. and yeah. Which is... And that's not to do hard. with your voice. You're just no, anti-social. No, just, yeah, anti-social. <laughs> it's actually hard because everybody comes up to you and wants to say hello and talk to you. You don't want to be rude. You know, but I don't want to... Some, I've even yeah. got the guys fending people off now. They like, no, Willie, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. He's a miserable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's a well. That's the challenges of playing multiple gigs, isn't it? It is, and that's that's, a, that's another thing I'm worried about. You know, the first festival we get after all this locking down and no practicing. Uh, and all you, right, yeah, you know. you're going to have to be driving around singing at the top of your lungs for a couple of weeks. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no speaking whatsoever in between gigs. No. It's, uh, it's, it's tough. tough. It would be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got to do and it. And no drinking. Alcohol just destroys your voice. <sighs> Festivals can't be that important. No, I always <laughs> wait to the last night, you know, the last the last gig, before the last gig, you know, I think. Yeah. I can let my hair do a wee bit. And yeah. I've got lots of it. So <laughs> you do, yeah. <laughs> no, I never used to have a drink when I, if I was playing, but we never yeah, played no. any multi multi show festivals or anything like right, that. But yeah. yeah, never ever had a drink if I was playing. Mm. It, uh, yeah, look at me go. Look at you. Anyway, all right, pal. Well, it's been uh, it's been a great catching up. Uh, it's, it's been it's, it's always been a pleasure a at the corner store. Uh, you know, we've talked shit for over an hour. I know. Well, we're it's good at amazing. that. We're good at that, aren't we? We're going to do it again we soon, are. hopefully. We will. If we don't get locked down again. Get locked down again. So it's not uh, impossible, is no. it? So it's goodbye from me. Yes, well, thanks everybody for listening. It's, uh, it is Dune Under, and my name's Neil, and his name is Willie. And uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll hopefully speak to you sometime soon. Have fun. Cheerio. We want this and that. We demand a share in that, and most of that, some of this, and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on and I walked out the front and... Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie.